Yeah. <laughs> let's talk. Let's, let's do it, man. Let's talk. Welcome, Mason. I'm so happy to be here right Mason now. Mason Vaughn. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my God. My glasses are fogging. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm sweating. Yeah, right. We've, we've been here for what? Like an hour and a half and like actually just <laughs> laughing for an hour and a half and not really doing anything related to the podcast at all. So just, just so the audience knows, when I edit the podcast audio, I need like a solid 15 seconds of silence just to like get it going and blah, 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 so on and so forth. Like third graders. We just couldn't keep it straight. I, I just kept laughing. I couldn't do it. It's the silence just killed it's us. The one time like you're silent all day. Mm. You're <laughs> sitting in class. You're usually quiet. I think it just built up to this point right now where we're like, and you were so serious too. You were like, and everyone one that be started, quiet. And I was the one that started, bro. I was trying to hold in my laugh so hard. I got the illest fucking like rib cramps. <laughs> everyone be quiet for literally 10 seconds. Don't make a noise and can't do it. We're good. Even when I'm not looking, I was like, I have to laugh. Bro. I have to. Uh, all right. So we brought Mason on. Mason, yeah. Division One baseball player, senior, Manhattan College. No Just, big deal. No big deal. It is not a big deal at all. It's really not that big of a deal. You know what is a big deal? What? Mansfield. You're a celebrity. In Mansfield, PA? Yeah. Uh, to some extent, yeah. The population is about a 1,000, and there is one college. I can't even believe there's a college there. There's a college. There is one high school, and there's, like, one strip of stores and restaurants, and that is – that's it. Wow. So you're basically the MLB team of Mansfield. Honestly, exactly. They have they have a college team there. Yeah, I know somebody that plays on it. He's fucking right, I, miserable. It's he's so miserable. Oh, yeah. I will agree with him to some extent, but it was it was cool because my summer two summers ago or the summer before COVID happened, that was the first time that they had a team there. And they had a team probably like 50 years before that. But that was the first time that they've had like young players that were all from all over the country and like really good baseball players. So that we got like 700, 800 fans a game. And it was like, Jesus. wow, it's no, it like 80% of the population. No, literally, every, <laughs> literally, literally, that's how many people would show up to these games. And it was and obviously like when you're putting all these kids together, it's. You never know how it's going to go. It's a brotherhood. It is. And it's wow. it, it's different because summer ball, I love summer ball more than anything just because it's so much more free. College baseball, like at school, is so structured. Yeah, I was going to ask you to like compare and contrast. It's, it's so structured compared to summer ball. Summer ball is literally like you show up, you do your shit, and you get out. And like you just hang out with your teammates the entire day. And especially in a town like Mansfield where there's not much to do. You're with your teammates every single day, mm. every hour of every single day, you're going on bus trips and stuff. So you know what that reminds me of Cooperstown, right? Oh, Cooperstown is so fun. Dude, like you literally live together. Bring me yeah. back, bring me back the memories, the oh, bunks in Cooperstown. Bro, at the 12? pranks at oh. like two a.m. Oh, the pins. Did you guys do the, the pins? pins? Did you guys do the pins? Yeah. Oh, nope. I. I had the pin. I had the book. bag. I had the pin bag. I had a fucking briefcase of yeah. pins, bro. I still have it. It's. I'll bring it in one day. It's like fifty I pounds. Think, mm-hmm. I think I have mine at my house. Like, like, yeah, literally. If I wasn't playing in a game, I was walking around to the bunks asking kids for pins, 
It was the and time like, of my life. Yo, the rare pins that you, oh, the coach pin the that you can't up, get, the light up ones, the things with the fucking dangly things on them, like. And even like the pl- the buildings and places and attractions around Cooperstown, they have the pins on the walls, like yeah. stuck to their walls. Yes. It's a whole culture thing with that. Yes, town. dude, yeah. I love Cooperstown. You yeah. live particularly like, kind of. You're about an hour and a half hour from Cooperstown, uh, yeah. right? Yo, say I won't visit this summer. Uh, pull up. <laughs> yeah, say so like, pull Hall up. of Fame. Yeah, yes. Yes. let's go to the Hall of Fame. I'm da- I'm Even there. though Barry I'm Bonds there. isn't in it. Oh man, damn, they took him out. They didn't. No, they never. They never got in. In. He didn't. Get How in. do you feel about David oh, Ortiz shit. being a first ballot Hall of Famer? Barry Bonds, probably the greatest hitter of all time. I don't care. I roids, no, dog. I understand he took roids, but to tell the story of baseball, you can't tell it without, without Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds. You yeah. can't. And yeah. that's what the Hall of Fame prides itself on: is telling the story of baseball and through all the eras and the phases. Steroid era was a major phase in baseball. It's why people watch it, at least today. The most part, people watch it because of guys like Barry Bonds, Jose Canseco, all these guys that did roids, and then you're not going to put him in there just because he took – and it's not even – he took steroids – notedly took steroids in 2000. I think that was like the first year where they were like, okay, you're taking steroids. But before that, his st- numbers oh my were gosh. ridiculous. Before he started. Before steroids, he, had all, he was at 494 home runs. It's disgusting. Which – the 500 home run club is minuscule, and he was there before he even notedly took steroids. So my point, like I was, I was so frustrated. Did you did you see the reaction video of Ortiz getting in? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was awesome. It was, like, I saw it. No, give no, respect no, no, to no, no, him. No, no. All right, all right, respect. Made it in. That was the most fake, like the <laughs> most fake. Yeah, that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like he got the call and was like. You made it into the Hall of Fame. He stood up and was like, yeah. And I was like, Doug, like, what? Like, you have a cigar ready. Like, you knew you Like, made we're it. watching Yo Gabba Gabba. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I watching right now? It, it actually got me upset. Yeah, I was like, was, what's going on? I mean, all due respect to him. He's uh, he's, he's the best DH of all time. He's a I dog. give it to him. Woof. He was going to be in the Hall of Fame. Woof. Regardless. First ballot, I disagree. I disagree. DH. Yeah. Didn't play a position his entire career. When he did play a position, he sucked. You look at a first ballot Hall of Famer and you think of Derek Jeter. Right. Not David Ortiz. Not David Ortiz. Yeah, what's the vibe with A-Rod? He should get in. Is 100, he, 150%. When is like his time to get well, in? Well, this year was his first year on, on the ballot. Oh, so he's not first ballot. No. C- correct. That's but gross. I mean, he's he, one of the best I players I think he of deserved it more than Ortiz. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the best shortstops and third baseman of all time. Like yeah. You have to put that. And, yeah, he took steroids. He took steroids. You're telling me David Ortiz never took steroids? But he I did. Mean. That's the thing. He yeah. did. He, <laughs> did he outright say that he did? No. Or, like, that right. was the point. Caught. It could never be proven. That's I why, think it yeah. was 2000 and th- I think it was 2003. Was Dude, the that year. postseason where he went, like, 12 for 12 with yeah. eight home runs? Yeah. I mean, well, you give it to him. But, like, I think, I think it was 2003 was, like, the year where – he might have tested positive or like he was involved in that whole thing with a rod and all those guys, Robinson Cano, like all those guys, that Milky got in trouble. Cabrera, yeah. that like whole that crew realm. that was like, had that Giambi. guy, yeah. Had that guy down oh. in Florida that was I like giving them steroids that they didn't know were steroids, but I miss that day and age of baseball. Mm-hmm. Like I miss that Yankees team. Oh, dude. That Robbie 09, Cano, the 09 you know how many Yankee games I'm going to this summer? I need to. We need to go a lot. a lot. Like this is 
all I got left. Yep. We need to go to a for PT school. Yep. Oh, I'm going crazy this summer. Yep. As you should. Senior year, dude. Can't wait. Can we talk about that for a second? Yo. Yeah. (sighs) Can we talk about that? That we literally have like five months of school left. Bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's over. Yeah. I was thinking like three. So three. Three months. So Wednesday. February. So Wednesday was our first day of classes. No offense, Dr. Merriman. You're not watching. But uh, <laughs> but I walked into that class, and I was like, fuck, here we go again. All right. Then Thursday, it was like, it's a full-ass day. Like, today. Today's Thursday. It's, it's a full day of classes, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I saw Lada, Cherubini, Doc, Doc T, T, Doc G, the goosebumps that, like, ran through my body I was, oh, I was I was walking down the hallway for the first time. I almost got emotional. I was like, I'm, I, I'm miss, gonna miss this more than I thought I was gonna miss this. I agree with you, hundred and ten percent. I don't think I think this semester in particular. I, ha- I haven't thought about it that much. Neither. Like I haven't taken a lot of time to be Me like, either. hey, this is like your last semester of college, like with all of your friends and stuff. And like I, I have so much going on, so I don't think I definitely think I don't take the time to step back and be like, dude. You have three months left, and like obviously, I'm playing baseball, and it's we're in the middle of the season, so it's tough to like do that stuff that you normally do in college. But like, it's I I definitely haven't like thought about it like deep. Yeah, I mean, I have to be reminded. Like, I I mean, I'm an RA, and like the only times I really think about graduation and like it coming to a close is when my freshmen come up to me and are like, "Oh, like how's your last semester of college going?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you feel fucking yo, yeah." Yo, one of my clients, I was working at the gym. One of my clients came up to me and was like, how's your last semester treating you? And I was like, oof. I, straight up, I was like, it's a joke. Like, senior year, last semester, whatever. Like, it is what it is. And he was like, just appreciate the moments you got with your friends. And I was like, damn. And he was like, especially the, especially the ones that live far away. First thing I thought of, were, I, honest, on everything I love, you and you. Wow. Because... You live the far. You're in true. Bumble, and you're in Bumble. Bumble, like you're far. It's true. And think about when we're on break, how much we actually like talk. And, and I'm to blame too. Like, it's, oh, it's just a thing. It's that, oh, it always happens. I feel like it always happens. Like, but, especially in high school. Like it, that, everyone remembers that first semester of college where you're like, kind of still talking to your high school friends, and you're kind of still like trying to stay in touch with them. But like that, that fades away. The disconnect. Yeah. It just slowly, it happens. And I see it when you guys, when we're out for break, like how much do we genuinely talk yeah. when we're on break? That's uh, true. I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. But maybe it's because we know we're coming back. That too. Maybe. Now that we know we're not coming back, it's like it's a like, little oh, diffy. Shit. I think we're also like fully matured, like adults now. Like in high school, that we were too. still figuring it out. Well, I feel like now we've like kind of figured it out in terms of, for not, the most not, part. not the most completely, part. Yeah. but for the most part in terms of like what we really want to do with our lives. Uh, which we're thankful as hell of all hell just to actually know that, but to, to know where we're going and to still try to appreciate where we are now, it's really tough. It is. I was was going to say, there's a quote from the office. I don't watch the office enough to know who said it. You should. Office is fantastic. I know. I know. I've heard great things. It's so good. Parks and Rec. You put me on to Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Parks and Rec is fantastic. Really? I'm the show guy. Yeah. He's you the music. Well, there's this, maybe you know who it is then. There's a quote where the guy was like, I wish there was a way to tell 
when the good old days. Wait, what was it? When yes, the good old days about. Were, were here before they passed or something Pe- like that? There's people that put it in their. Um, what's the book you get when you graduate? A yearbook? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A yearbook. Sorry. I'm not in eighth grade. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not in eighth grade. I didn't, but I just thought that was a But it was, you know when you put like a quote in the yearbook? Right. The quote was like, um, The Office, epi- season oh. nine, episode 10, and the time. The time. That's and then I wish there were a way to tell the good old days before you left them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, she's got the quote. Andy. Andy. Okay. Yes. I vaguely remember that. But absolutely watch it, show. Great quote. That's a great quote. Like, uh, I think I'm, I'm in the good old, good old days right now. Uh, I, I beg think... to differ on that. I beg to nah, differ. Cause okay, so let me hear it. I beg to differ. Let Talk us hear me. it. Because I feel, especially you, especially you. Whoa. Because I, you have I'm peaked. I, because, like, <laughs> you and Gabby and stuff, like, you have your whole life, like, you have your life, like, pretty much paved. But like, you. you have a lot of good coming your way. We all do. But still, when I'm like, you know, grown, physical therapy, I, I guess no like, responsibilities. My yet. guys, like, what's up? True. No, yeah. yeah, minimal True. responsibilities, making money, spending money, no like actual financial burdens. It's like, no kids. Yeah, True. like, I, I, guess, I guess I just view it like that. And that's why I get upset when it's like, oh, like, I was thinking the other night, like, Oh, we could be this for Halloween with Gabby, and then I was like, "Oh, oh my God, we're not <laughs> that's a killer at Manhattan College for Halloween anymore." That is <laughs> a killer. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, uh, what do we like? Do we have grown-up Halloween now? How does that work? Do we go to house parties? <laughs> like, do we provide candy or do we take? Candy? Yeah, are we are we the ones? Are we do we not dress up anymore? I feel I'm like dressing up. Oh, every year, Mr. Gonna... Clean is my next outfit. <laughs> I have five years worth of bald, <laughs> five years worth of bald person costumes lined up. What about Mister Three Hundred Five? He is, he's always he's just a part of you. I think now he's me. I, the, okay, the amount of times I say Dale, <laughs> ever since Halloween is disgusting. Dale, 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 just randomly for random shit, like fire me up, Dale, Dale. You've become the person. Yeah. You are. I embrace personalities. You I do. really do, especially when you're in Miami. As oh, Pitbull. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. <laughs> As Pitbull, you just own the place. Yo, our second podcast, we were in the studio and oh, yeah. a janitor walked by <laughs> oh, and, yeah. a- and saw him through the window and was banging on the door wanting his autograph, saying, Is that Pitbull? Is that Pitbull? Straight up thought I was Pitbull. Straight up. Look it, look it, look it, look it. Dial it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up? <laughs> Mr. Uh, 305. Oh, that was a dude. That was a great costume. Yo, and Ang from Avatar. Mm. I am proud. You're back, back to back. I am proud of my bold person costumes. Back to back Halloweens for you. Your picture is still up in. uh, Is it? I didn't see it the other day. Every time I go in there, I see it. Every time I couldn't find it, and I literally, I every time I go in there, I strive to look for it. I'm like this, because one (laughs) Jadel just hasn't taken Halloween pictures down, which is weird. From two years ago. Two yeah. years ago. Not yeah. I don't think it's year. weird. I love it. I Don't get me wrong. I love nostalgia. I like um, that. But like from two years ago? Yeah, true. <laughs> that doesn't need to happen. Grow up. Yes. Grow Whoever up. owns Jado. Grow up. Embrace change. Yeah. Bigger grow up. up. 
get so mace i want to ask you like what what are you gonna miss the most about college about college about the senior year this run that we're having about this baseball maybe baseball uh i mean i don't really think i'm gonna miss baseball like i think i'm gonna miss a lot of the other stuff baseball has been my life legitimately my life for 15 years and like i obviously grew up played other sports did all this other stuff but like i think i'm at that point with baseball where i'm like i'm content like Mm. i have no regrets i did exactly what i wanted to do coming out of high school i never really had aspirations to play pro baseball ever i was just kind of like i want to play in college and i want to enjoy that and experience that and i did that so i think like this year for me is kind of just like icing on the cake yeah like play time or not like it's I just want to take it all in. Like, yeah, it sucks. It's my last year of baseball, but like, it, I'm comfortable with it. Content. I guess what I what I think I'd miss most. Ah, it's tough. I, I don't know. I don't know. See, like, this is what I'm saying. I haven't really like thought about it. Yeah, I, I feel like the general lifestyle. I mean, now that I'm a senior, it's a little different. But for me, it's like that sophomore junior year lifestyle where I could just like oh. That's only like only worry about homework mm-hmm. and just do whatever else I want. Other yeah. than that, like especially these last two years, like we've had to do so much shit. Oh, my gosh. So much shit. And it's not it's like for classes, not even just for classes, but like applying, extracurricular applying activities. to schools, like doing all this shit, like just being a well-rounded individual. Right. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Being yeah. involved in your academic community. Right. Which I mean, what about you? Yeah, what about what do you I have feel a, like you something have, you're you gonna miss? Or you're answer? super present that you're just not gonna miss anything. <sighs> Man, I always fight the battle between like <laughs> <laughs> I fight this. Yo, that was, these that are was the a, fights. That was a joke, but like he's serious. These are the fights that we take right here. Zach is picking his fight right now between being present and looking to the future right now. <sighs> you see, for me, I I do get emotional. And but I'm also not afraid to express those emotions. I feel like vulnerability uh within masculinity is important so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say it like agreed i i struggle with staying in the present moment and wanting a better future like for me to stay in the present moment and just trust that things will happen is hard for me it's hard to just trust that right now i'm doing what i need to do Mm. in order to get to eventually where i want to be so what i'm gonna miss most what I'm going to what, what I struggle with the most is that inner conflict of I'm going to miss college. I'm going to miss my senior year, but I'm also super excited for where I'm going. Like I'm always in that that battle between where I am, where I'm going, trying to stay present, but wanting a better future. You know what I mean? Like always wanting more for myself. So, yeah, I, I, I struggle with that. And, and I feel like by struggling with it it takes me away like it, it distracts me it right. distracts me from where i am kind of that kind of just gave me my answer my oh, question too oh i want to hear it because like you just asked me like what are you going to miss the most i think i'm at what i'm going to miss the most is just the fact that i wasn't i feel like sometimes i wasn't present in oh. the moment you know what i'm saying yeah because i'm one of those people that has so much going on and i have so many things going on in my head there were times in college where I was like, I'm not present. I'm just trying to get through everything because there's a lot. So I guess that would be 
the answer to my question, and thank you for bringing that up. Wow. That just sparked. Well, thank you for getting vulnerable with that. Absolutely. The bone. I'm just, <laughs> Zach said- actually just boned me. <laughs> <laughs> Zach actually Yo, just boned me. He said it earlier, <laughs> and it happened. It Mason Bone, you just got boned. I did. I did. Fuck, <laughs> man. It happens when you're on the podcast. It happens. Future guests will feel what that feels like, and I just felt it. Is it, it is it a feeling? Like, is it something that you can think about, or is it just a feeling? Like, you just need to experience it. You just got to. It's not something I could tell you about. I'm literally saying uh, this right into the camera. It's not something I could tell you about, all right? It's like you felt that. I just, it was a in-the-moment type of thing. You needed to be present for it. There we you go. need to be present in order to get boned. What was the word that was used today in philosophy? Like you f- oh, intangibles. Intangibles. Like you yeah. can't explain it. It's just a feeling. Yeah. Tacit knowledge. Tacit. That's the word. Tacit. Tacit. That was tacit. I remember thinking when we were talking about that in class tonight, I was like, this would be something good to talk about on the podcast. Tacit. Yo. Tacit shit. Today's philosophy class oh was such a mindfuck. It was a lot. Lots to take in. For me. I could tell you were like, clawing at your desk like trying to like bro like this like this like this <laughs> just like oh yeah, my I was fuck in. what what is going on i was i was in i was in it i mean I, bro at one point i literally said out loud i didn't realize cherubino was right next to me i was like what is going on <laughs> cherubini with his eyes with his eyes looked at chesco no and he i didn't with, look at his oh eyes oh my gosh you had i thought you saw his eyes like he gives this he, death oh, look. he, he gave me the, the death look he gave you the death look with his eyes after he heard you say what is going on and he looked at you with the death look and said you're with your group right now like stay present with your with your group no you're, way you're here. yeah oh, he just yeah, he, he knew, just he knew my he, mind was running in he weird knew places. it was running away did he just bone you See, but I didn't recognize it because I was so mind fucked. I think like he, he, he I was. Think he I think he just bro. Him. He was explaining like what was going on, and I still didn't understand like what he was saying just because I just couldn't process information. Like ma- there were so many words going. Oh, on. dude, don't even get me started. Every slide was a hundred words, and he would just go over it for like thirty seconds. Yeah, and like there was granted. 55 slides and we only have an hour and change yeah no do i don't even work. blame him it's just what we but have like, to do it's just so much shit and he uh, what what got me the most upset was like yeah i say the same thing on every slide i just say it differently that oh my god <laughs> and i was like bro are you dead ass <laughs> when we talked to them at the end yes he was just like yeah it's basically just the uh same. the same shit on every slide <laughs> just written differently i'm just telling you other ways to say it just to get you thinking. Just to fuck with your head, basically. That's what he's trying to do. He wants... I like it. It's philosophy. You're suppo- it's supposed to fuck with your head a little bit. But, like, he was doing that intentionally. Bro, I was dazed and confused. He Straight was... Straight up. Dazed and blazed? I was dazed and blazed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went outside. I went outside. It was raining. I was like... What is bro, rain? What is rain? Is this real life? Am I in reality? Me- metaphysics. Bro. I can't even tell you what metaphysics is, bro. Still can't. I, I legit it's perception I to, of reality. I have to read each slide. Right? Yeah, like I can't take notes. But I think class. I think the under that's what I try to. Yeah, sorry no. to cut you off. No, no, that's no, what I ahead. try to do today. I try to take notes while can't listening to conversation, and I had like five things going on at once, and that's too much. That was the first mistake. Too much. I, I told him today. I was like, yeah, I'm just not gonna take notes anymore. I'm yep. just gonna pay attention to what you guys say. like. I'm gonna stay present with what's being said. Yep. And then look over the slides. Yeah. Know? 
too wow. much too much going on. I do want to ask you, Mace, too, like when we're in like those breakout groups in philosophy, yeah. I feel like they're so necessary. It definitely helps like calm down the pace of the class, especially how fast Cherubini speaks. Right. However, I think like at least within our group, the power of self reflection and storytelling oh. and trying to get your thoughts out really helps. And I want to I want to hear what that's like for you. I mean, for me personally, I'm a very like open person. Like I usually I don't really care about what people think or what people think about my ideas or mm-hmm. morals or whatever. So like for me, like in those small discussions, like I I let it eat. I'll say whatever. <laughs> I'll say whatever. I let it eat. I do. I let it eat. You go I, crazy. I body them. Go in the crazy, paint. go stupid, you know? Ah ah ah. Ah ah. And then so I, I I let it eat. I enjoy it a lot. I like talking in little groups like that, hearing what other people have to say. Um obviously like my group is a bunch literally just my teammates. Yeah. And usually like with your teammates, you don't really get a lot of like you don't really get into what they believe and what they think it's more really just like in the moment you're hanging out you talk whatever yeah it's never you never like actually get to hang out because you're teammates with 40 other people right so you don't really get to get close with do you feel like you break down some like barry like some layers to their i mean obviously it was like the second class right but like at the same time i definitely think things like that could lead to those things happening and like breaking down barriers and like getting to know people like, is that necessary in sport i'm i'm just oh. i'm genuinely asking like what if what if the baseball team dude. like sat down together and like had these oh the kinship that would be created yeah dude it i'll tell you a story it was my freshman year we just had a game against fordham at fordham midweek game and we were we got our shit kicked in we got fucking, i remember this we got fucking destroyed and our coach Came up to us. He wasn't even mad. He wasn't even mad. He was just like, you guys need to, like, figure it out. So, tonight, I want you guys to go to the baseball house, get together, hang out, talk this shit out, and figure it out. And this was, like, probably about the midway point of the season. Mm-hmm. where what, what grade were you in? Sorry. It's my freshman year. Freshman year? Yeah. So, we were, it was, like, midway point of the season, and we, like, we went to the house. We we're all drinking and stuff, having a good time. And like, we actually like sat down and talked all our shit out. And a bunch of guys like stood up and said something. And it was, and from that point on, no joke, we could not lose. Wow. We could, we, and that was the year that we made a run in the Mac tournament and like played really, really well. Obviously we had a bunch of guys that could, you know, help the team out. And we had a lot of good talent on that team and a lot of freshmen, like kids in my grade that's, stood up and did what they needed to do but like we made a run that year i remember we easily that. easily could have won the tournament that year if it weren't for a few small things like a few was base- it quinnipiac that year yeah quinnipiac beat us that year when we should have we should have we were in the winner's bracket yeah we needed to lose two games in a row if we beat quinnipiac we went to the mac final and then that would have been it and then i would just it's baseball it's baseball it happens so your season hasn't started yet. No. My, that's where mine's oh, at right damn, now. Oh, damn, yo. Your season hasn't started yet, and I really want to know w- how you're going to take this conversation back to your teammates if you choose to do so. Oh, I mean, I think this year, this year especially, we have like nine, ten transfers, something like that, because a, yeah. a bunch of people left. Um, good, tra- like, good transfers? Yeah, great kids. 
great no, kids. No, 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 like big talented, body, like no. talented, talented, huh? talented players. And I think our coach did such a good job with bringing in these guys, especially because after last year, we we did not play well last year at all. And mm. I think it was just because of a lot of personal and inner team shit. But like, um, I think our coach did such a good job bringing in guys that are like ready to buy in, ready to win. Yeah, and like are here to win. I love the term buy in. Yeah, me too. Buy buy what we're selling. Buy what, what are you the, selling? Buy what the Jaspers are selling. Yo, as a senior, what the fuck are you selling? Like, yeah, honest. Like how how are you gonna lead this team? Oof. Like how are you gonna get these conversations going? How are you gonna build that kinship? You know what? I don't. I couldn't even tell you. It's not something that I can plan, or something that I can like. I'm like this talk. podcast, we didn't plan no, shit yeah, for this it's episode. It's not something that I can like walk into the locker room. What's the word? Well, we don't have a fucking locker room, but I, it's something I could do. <laughs> It's something I could do where I could <laughs> walk in. Big I time. I can't walk in and just have this thing like written on a fucking index card and be like, guys, this is how it needs to go down. It needs philosophy. To What's the word? Uh, knowledge. Something knowledge. Tacit. Passive? No. Tacit. Or tacit. 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 Yeah. Just feel it. It is. Yeah. When the moment oh, right. oh, it's feeling it in the moment. Yeah. With me, it's always been like that. I've never been the type of person to uh, like structure things and like put it on paper it's more like especially in sports like i've usually been like the leader and the older guy on the team that speaks up but i've never like had a plan i've always just like it's just like what i'm feeling in that moment that i, I need to share with my team or i need to share with an individual like it's always just kind of been like that and i think with this year's team it's kind of uh i think it's just going to come down to that like, guys, it shouldn't be a plan thing. It shouldn't be something – because a plan thing comes off as, like, someone told you to do that, you know? Someone instructed you that you need to step up. It Mace. should be – Mace, first word that pop- pops into your head right now. Go. Right now? First word. I'm caught off guard. He said F. He said <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck. no, this, I, I, that was kind of like a stress test. Like, it, like – like first word pops into your head right now. Go instinct. Jaspers. Okay. Like I think I think that's a that's a skill that's to recognize what your instinct and intuition tells you. I like that. And actually. I cut you off for a reason. I did that on purpose. <laughs> I literally was like, "Fuck what?" <laughs> no, I cut you off on purpose because you're gonna get into a situation where you're gonna feel like that. Like you just got cut off. Like you, like, like they just put up a crooked number at the top of the ninth inning, for example. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. you're gonna want to come into the dugout, and you're gonna want to have something prepared—not prepared, but like you're gonna feel something and on instinct and just and just say it. Right. But you haven't practiced it. So like uh, the re- like the reason why I cut you off and said, "What's the first word that popped into your mind?" was so you can f- like you can you know what it feels like. Like what does it feel? Like what do you feel? I like that actually. So maybe in practice, you just go up to someone and say, hey, what's the first word that pops into your head right now? Go. And I kind of want to hear the responses. I, it would be interesting. Actually. Inappropriate. I feel like there's going to be a bunch of inappropriate well, ones. Well, maybe. 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 That's just where the mind goes sometimes, dude. <laughs> exactly. That's why I just made that statement. That's just, it right. happens. Like, that's just what happens. No, but I think. I don't instinct. Know, I, I, I think it's, it, for me at least. It's all instinct. It's all EQ. it's all EQ. emotional intelligence and experience, like knowing how to deal with certain situations. Like I've been on every type of team. I've been mm. on teams that whip everybody's ass and I've been on teams that don't that get their shit kicked in. It's a different 
it's all about reading reading people and kind of figuring out what the team needs because every team needs a different source to get them going it's not the same for every team you know that was a question in philosophy today like um as a trainer as a coach like do you have the same delivery for every client or every team yeah and i think if you use just first person it, it's the simple answer is no yeah like every individual on that team needs something different and the team as a whole might need something completely different to be said to them in a different tone of voice in a different yeah. way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. But you can only do that when you have that emotional intelligence exactly. or or yeah. when you feel it. But how do you feel it? Like do you feel it because you felt yourself there at one point and you recognize that feeling in yourself that's and you what knew I, how to cope with it yourself? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, it's man. like that's that's some personal because, shit, dude. especially with with baseball because Unlike other sports, baseball is literally anything can fucking happen. Yeah. Like, it's not even about this team is better or this team is worse. Like, you could still lose on a given day. It literally depends on how you are that day, that yeah. inning, that pitch. It doesn't matter. There's no clock. It's not like football where usually the best team wins. Like, that's just because they're bigger, stronger, better. Yeah. Better athletes. Like baseball is not about that. It's all it's always been about, you know, controlling what you can control and taking advantage of the moment that you're in and the pitch that you're participating in. How do you take that to life? That's a philosophy in itself. It dude. is a philosophy dude. I baseball is philosophy. It is. Everything that I think of when it comes to philosophy, I try to relate it to baseball. And you usually can. Yeah, because it's such it's your guidebook. That's yeah, how you it's, think. it's how I think. And that's why I'm in the major that I'm in, because I've loved sports. I've loved fitness my entire life. And like that is why I'm doing what I'm doing with my life. You know, so it's I think it's just yeah, baseball is just so philosophical in its own way. And you can relate so many different situations and um, outcomes with actual life. Yeah. And I have I've, that's how I've lived up to this point. All my coaches say the same. All the coaches I've ever had say the same thing too. It's like we're not coaching you to like be better baseball players. Like you're already good baseball players, yeah. especially here. That's what I, our coaches here. Like you're you're already a good baseball player. You're here. You know we can only help you so much on the skill side. That's like that just comes down to you. But we can help you with life and relating baseball to life. And doing all this stuff. I know I sound like a fucking dumb jock right now. Just no, rambling no, no, on no, about. No, 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 no. This is, this is the humanistic Not point of view. It, this is comparing materialism to humanism. Like, to, it's not always science and facts that develop a human being. It's, it's lessons learned in, in sport and play and physical activity. Like the diving for the ball or delivering that perfect pitch or learning how to be a leader for a team. Just There's so many different examples that... Yeah possibly can only be taught and learned in sport maybe in baseball in particular so when people think like oh it's only science and research and that shindig I, I i believe in it obviously but it's like there has to be a common ground because for one individual to have that experience just imagine all the other individuals that have had that experience as well especially like people who are at a completely different level than i am yeah exactly professional uh, athletes in general, not even just baseball players. It's their DNA, bro. I feel like athletes. one of their swivels is baseball. Crazy. Crazy, crazy thing to think about. Like, just the amount of knowledge and experience 
that all of these people have. And they either choose to share it or they don't, which is unbelievable to me. Is it safe to say that experience is knowledge? I, I literally said that today in class. No joke. No joke. Like with I your group? Go with my group, I think it was Jake. Jake goes, knowledge is power. And I go, experience is power. Oh. Dropped the mic. I literally went like that in oh. the middle of the group. Dropped the mic. I said, experience is power. Because I firmly believe everything that happens in your life and what you do with your life is through experience. What you have experienced. And and yeah, I've been I've been going through some stuff myself. We actually had a long talk about it today. And I think I have a fear of missing out on experiences because I know right. how much it could develop you as a person. And I know like I don't want to miss any opportunities that are handed my way. So it's like I literally have anxiety about like missing an opportunity or missing an experience because of how much it will benefit my life because there's moments that I literally like can't wait. Like if something is put in front of me, it's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to experience it. I'm going to take something positive from it. Next. Same idea. Next, next, next. And it's like, I have this fucking Bible of experiences that have shaped me to be who I am today with sport, with physical activity, with this podcast, like just with everything. And I don't know. It's like that one missed opportunity. It's like, what am I missing out on? I feel you. Well, also, you just said something really important, which is just one word, and you said the word next. And I think sometimes we just have to accept the fact that the next will just come naturally. And and that's what I have to practice. That's what I have to work on. And we actually, we meditated today. It was fine. I cried. I, I like, had a tear in my eye. Dude, I love meditating. Love it. Yeah. It just especially brings me back. Dude, I will not lie. That do you remember that time? I think it was last semester. It was like me, me, you, Jake, Emma, and Luke. And we oh walked to the quad and yeah, did, I did ran a meditation through a meditation. We did a meditation in the quad. And Talk that was about that. fantastic. Fantastic. And I remember with? I missed that. Sorry. It was Jake, Emma, and Luke. We were I think were we coming from class or something? Yeah. I, uh you were coming from No, it no, was uh we all had Mad- madness or something like that. <sighs> I don't. I guess it doesn't really matter where we're coming from. But I was on the quad. No, we were. No, it was a class. Oh, it was was a class, and Emma like met up with us because she was trying to meet up with Jake or whatever. And we were like, I think we were up in the classroom, and you're like, you guys want to meditate? And I was like, class, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it, Zach. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So we go down to the quad, lay down on the grass phenomenal did he tell you to look at a leaf did you i don't think he did i don't think i did no he one. didn't that there's time. different kinds of meditation i know, I know. that's he just I, I i ran them through a body scan yes oh were you just today yes yeah yo powerful bro love it i'm dude. telling you they're like a legit tear came to my eye love it i texted gabby i was like yo i just i meditate like zach put me through a meditation i feel so much better every dude it's every time ever since i've never like been into into meditation like i've never like practice it every day but I really, I really think I should. Like, obviously, I, I think everybody should at some point because it takes ten minutes, and it can yeah. take an hour if you want it to. Yeah, or two minutes if like, you want it to. Literally. So it's, and I think ever since we, and it's funny because today, like, stress management is going on at the same time as us, and like <sighs> we went through all the meditation stuff. I never in my life meditated until stress management, yeah. and ever since stress management happened, I've been like, wow, this shit is awesome. 
even if you're not like getting anything out of it psychologically or mentally or emotionally, it's so good for your body. Just to stop. Just to like take a second and breathe and like relax. And like we I'm in yogas, uh, yoga class on Wednesday nights or whatever. Yeah. When we do shavasana at the end, huh? I'm, shavasana, it's shavasana. a yoga it's a yogi term for go ahead. It's just medit. It's just like meditation. Savasana is like just a, re- a rested state. So you're you're in you're sitting upright or you're lying down. Savasana is pausing. It's soham, basically. And it's, it's kind of like the body scan because she, she sounds when she does her uh, Shavasana, It kind of reminds me a lot of you and what she says and stuff. Oh yeah. It. So I was like, it's just like that. I look forward to that during the day. Yeah. Like I wake up. And usually, like, for classes like that, a 6.30 class on a fucking Wednesday night, you're not looking forward to. And the all the yoga shit that we do before it is fucking hard, and it hurts. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do, do this shit right now. Yeah. Do, you think, but I, do you think she'll let me just show up to class and participate? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You think so? Even though I didn't pay for the credit? Yeah. What time is it? 6.30 to 8.20. Wednesdays, I, I we have. I can on Wednesdays. I, I told oh, you. Yeah, I you just got to climb. Yeah. Damn. Whatever. I'll do my own yoga. But savasana is oh. meditation. Yes, it's and it, it is literally I, that is why I look forward to during the day because like obviously, wake up, practice, do all my classwork, go to class, lift, leave, go to class again. That twenty, that five. Oh yeah. That five minutes of my day, where I am just completely by myself. Mm. No, there is like. I I think about it every time I'm doing it. The clock in alumni in the yeah. alumni mini gym. You just hear the and it is the most calming thing in the world. I'm just laying. It's just five minutes. I'm just like, this is literally perfect. I guess it's perfect. What are the odds? Like I I've literally I today I I said it like I needed to find that pause in my life. Like even if it's two two to five minutes. And the word shavana is that how do you say? It? <laughs> how do you say shavasana. it? Shavasana. 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 I needed this more than you think, to be honest. I had a really deep conversation with him today. As you should. Yeah. As you should, King. S- such a synchronicity. I was gonna say co- coincidence, but such a synchro- synchronicity. <laughs> yeah, that inner inner dialogue. So, Mace. Uh, this was an amazing conversation. And I, before we wrap up, I just want to offer the opportunity for you to tell the audience any last words, something, just some, some Mason wisdom. Oof. Oof. Hit him um, with the JB line. Mm. Hit him with the JB line. What do you mean? So, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess just enjoy the moment, I think I'm going to say. Enjoy the moment. I'm going to try and do it a little bit more after having these conversations tonight. I think I'm going to try and enjoy the moment a little bit more, especially in the last couple months of college, which yeah. is still crazy to say that there's a couple months left of college. Wow. But I'm going to try and enjoy the moment. I think everyone else should as well. Yeah, because the moment's all we got. It's all we have. Force! All we <laughs> Yo, that's going to fuck the audio up so bad. <laughs> That's going to be so loud, whoever's listening. Absolutely. Bars. Uh, thanks, uh, Mace. Mason, thank you. No, thank you guys. Because I remember we were talking about this 
since you guys thought of the idea of having a podcast, I was like, dude, get me on. Let's talk. You're g- uh, Let's I mean, get boned. We have like, a few sessions. We have a few sessions left in person, but we're probably going to want to have you on again. You're, w- you're a book. And that was like page dude, one. That of was chapter. Page, that was page one. I'm, yeah. You guys are one of the few people like I I'm I'm an o- I'm an open book, but like obviously I keep my circle close. Yeah. And I like I, I we kind of talked about it before. Like I just go with the flow. Yeah, that's that's my lifestyle. Just go with the flow. Be with the right people. Once you when you once you give off those vibes, the right people come to you. Yeah, you, know? you don't chase them anymore. They come. They to you. come to you. Law of attraction, baby. That's the right. bone. The bone. Yeah. Get boned. I got boned today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we talked. We talked. We, talked. we gotta yeah, end we it on that. <laughs> Mason Vaughn got boned. Uh. <laughs>